Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. All right, welcome to Mold Matters Podcast with Jeremy Evans and Mike Adams. Um, we're coming to you from three different places in the United States <laughs> today. Kind of a, a unique uh, scenario. Mike uh, had to go. Where are you, Mike, again? Uh, I'm in beautiful, uh, not quite sunny Seattle. Yeah. Is it pretty rainy there? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's, it's real rainy. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Doc, and, and, and I'm coming from Layton, Utah, and Dr. Pompa, our guest, is out in Park City. Are you in Park City today, Dr. Pompa? I am. I was going to say, usually I'm the one uh, doing something like this from somewhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, I am here in Park City, Utah. Nice. Nice. We uh, we're, we actually announced that we were going to have you on the show last podcast, so we'll do some introductions here. But just a reminder for our listeners, we are a podcast dedicated to uh, pretty much all things mold. Uh, we are in the remediation industry. And so, um, particularly Mike, uh, has treated thousands upon thousands of homes. Uh, we've combined on thousands of mold inspections together. Um, though not health practitioners, I mean, you can't help but, avo- uh, confront health challenges and, and people that are struggling when you, when you do that many mold treatments and mold inspections. And so, um, and actually, Mike, you and I have said this many times. We, we do a lot of treatments. Uh, some of them are just, you know, people call us from Google. Sometimes people, um, you know, have a real estate transaction where they, the inspector found mold, they call us. And then there's a good chunk of our business, probably the largest chunk of our business, are those who are struggling with mold toxicity, mold-related yeah. illnesses. And far and away, that is our most satisfying part of our work. Mine for sure. And I think from when we talked the other day, I mean, it's just, everyone likes helping people and that's, that's, uh, that's where we get our fix. You know, we, like we said, I I told somebody the other, I told somebody the other day about, in fact, I was trading him. I had it, had it remediate home. And I said, nothing, nothing fires me up more than to try to fix a home that has a sick child. Mm. That's what, that's what charges me. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, as much as we, uh, we love that, you know, we've always acknowledged we're not, we're not health professionals. And so what we're doing to rectify that today is we're inviting, uh, one of the great, uh, health professionals, um, who's been involved with, um, healing people, including himself, which I'd like you to share Dr. Pompa from mold related illnesses. And, uh, we just got to know you, Dr. Pomp, in the last few months, and it's been an awesome friendship and partnership and, and learning from you. And um, we've even treated your house a couple times. And, and uh, Oh, yeah. Just, Once after uh, I had a water line break and, you know, flooded my house. Anyway, so thank you. Yeah. Um, and then, I, you know, I had a, a suspicious wall in my house that had a smell and um, treated it and never came back. So... Appreciate that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, I this whole thing. I, I'm blessed now. I mean, I have a, a, a big social media following, but I train doctors around the country to do what I do. All of that information you know, came out 
of my own battle. And, you know, yeah, I mean, when I deal with people who have what I reference or call neurotoxic illness, which mold illness fits under that category, there's typically a perfect storm of toxins, uh, meaning you remember the movie with George Clooney, right? The, the perfect storm. You guys old enough to remember that? Movie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I certainly am. I, this is the 80s. I don't know. But um, it, it was a great movie. I, they talked about how these three storms come together and, and cause a catastrophic storm that, you know, decimates, you know, people's lives. Well, that's exactly what I see when I, I'm dealing with someone with an unexplainable illness. I sniff out the perfect storm many cases mold is one of the storms even if it in my case i had high mercury levels that accumulated in my brain and i you know i got that from amalgam fillings which is 50 percent mercury i got it because i wore contact lenses in the 70s 80s and early 90s it's actually the thimer or the saline solution at thimerosal which is a mercury derivative going directly into my brain my father uh, loved methylate which is mercury so i mean i had a lot of sources but <laughs> The bottom line is, is that was my initiator because my sickness unknowingly started after I got two amalgam fillings, these silver fillings removed. However, I was also living in a house with a low-grade mold, which I could have been there another 10 years and maybe not be affected. But when I hit that battle, all of a sudden then the mold became an issue. Don't like so many of the people that I deal with, right? And then I realized I was mold sensitive. I even after I got my life back, I'd be feeling normal and I'd go to a hotel and not sleep all night and have anxiety because the HVAC system had mold, right? So I realized at one point that I now was reacting to mold. Mm. Uh, now I'm, I'm far less reactive. However, there are certain strains that will get me to this day. You know, so when I'm dealing with clients around the country and, you know, my doctors that I'm training, Getting rid of the source is like the first step to getting somebody well. Identifying the upstream root causes is, is key, which unfortunately, even in my world of functional medicine, so many people, doctors, practitioners don't do. They're just loading up people with supplements and expensive tests. And meanwhile, someone's still living in a mold exposure, not knowing it because you typically don't see it. And if you live there, you don't smell it. And it's not like water's pouring through the ceiling. You know, maybe uh, a leak happened years ago and it just never got remediated correctly. And now there's mold there producing a biotoxin that's making you sick. You don't know. Anyway, you know, part of that um, was, you know, my story. And, and again, I, everything I teach on how to identify this as a potential source and then get rid of it in the body appropriately at the cellular level. Uh, you know, has become a, uh, you know, what I do and what I teach, but I'll yeah. tell you, you know, and, and I'll just say this, I, you know, I, I literally, I, I was looking for a testimony from one of my doctors. Um, I, I trained doctors. And I use something called boxer. It's kind of like walkie talkie back and forth. And because it was last week, it kind of got buried and I, I can't pull it up or at least I don't know how to pull it up, but I wanted to play it because it was one of my doctors. She used, pure maintenance, your fog, you know, your patented uh, fog that you have. And she, it transformed her in a week. I mean, her joint pain went away. 
her all her breathing and tightness and her, you know she was sleeping through the nights. She left this long voxer, which is meaning that all the doctors that I trained, there's like 70 of us on this. She left that voxer. And then after she left that, then some of the docs started telling some of the patient's stories. You know, and, and I have to say, it was such a blessing meeting you all because uh, mold is a problem because we can get rid of a filling in someone's mouth. You know, we can look and identify hidden infections, root canals, etc. cetera. Um, but mold is a problem because it was super expensive to remediate so much after people would spend thirty, fifty thousand dollars that their remediation wouldn't work and they still couldn't go in their house. You know, so uh, <clears throat> finding you all is a blessing. But anyways, that's my story. And that's how we all came together. Yeah. You know, Dr. Poffer, you, you brought up something <clears throat> that, that kind of uh, keyed me into, I wanted you to comment on it, but you said a lot of times the patients can't even see the mold. And that's been my, and Jeremy's experience is the uh, a customer will have a leak and they'll see okay I've got a leak and I've got mold forming you know for an example on this basement wall but the fact of the matter is that house that entire house is full of mold and just by removing just that wall is not going to take well, care of the problem you know and then there's another problem because uh-huh. the people that I deal with right that have bizarre and unexplainable symptoms and illnesses, right? They are not reacting to the mold spore. The spore can cause allergies, breathing problems. Mm-hmm. Very typical, which most doctors would associate with a mold problem. Mm-hmm. They're not reacting to that. They're reacting to the biotoxin, aka mycotoxin. That means it's a toxin that's produced by the mold spore. Okay, mm-hmm. and that is that's through the home. So if you have a problem in your basement, you share the air regardless um, throughout your home. And that biotoxin is 400 to 1,000 angstroms. Okay, that means it's super small. And that means it goes everywhere in the house. The problem is, is that's the thing that activates the immune system and drives weight loss resistance, brain fog. You know, of course, massive fatigue. Uh, you know, all the symptoms that we see, the anxiety and you know, I mean, all of that is driven by the biotoxin itself. So not the, the spore. So, you know, right. that's where your product's been a godsend as well, because it, it treats the whole house, not just, oh, the mold's gone out of that wall. Right. Right. Yeah. So can, you know, Mike has talked about, Mike has talked about when we, when we treat a home, we take care, we basically denature the mold and the mold spore. Thus, you know, that spore is not emitting any more mycotoxins. So we'll typically air out a house really well afterwards or have the customer do that, um, airing out any of those VOCs. Um, but is that, is that a proper way to think about it? That, that you really, if you really, really take care of the mold and the mold spores, um, then you don't have to worry about the mycotoxins or, you know, with what we do, are we killing the mycotoxin as well? I would say this, I would say for the average person, not an issue. But once you react to this biotoxin, you become hypersensitive to the biotoxin. I've had people that got spent all this money on remediating their home and they every time they would sit on their couch, they would get sick or you know, certain things that hold the you know, the biotoxin. So now you become hypersensitive to the biotoxin itself. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we had always used to 
oxidize the biotoxin is hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. Um, hydrogen peroxide is an oxidative element, and um, it, yeah, it would obviously have some ability to kill mold, but um, really one of the powerful parts about it was it, is it could oxidize the biotoxin itself, neutralize, if you will. You know, but the problem with you can't dump hydrogen peroxide on certain things. You can't get yeah. it to places in your house. You can't cover your whole home. You can't. Uh, you in can't, hydrogen peroxide, it's you know, yeah. part of your formula, a patented formula, you know, takes hydrogen peroxide and, you know, and some other things and, you know, puts it into a nanoparticle, you know, that yeah. penetrates these areas where we have to neutralize, not only kill the mycotoxins, but also neutralize the biotoxins. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, Jared, go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to back up. I wanted to ask some follow-up okay. questions, but if you want to, okay. if yours is related, go well, for I would, it. It's not crazy related, but a comedy nominator we see all the time when we do inspections and talk to customers, Dr. Pompa, is, is Lyme's disease. Can you just touch on that, the, the correlation or the um, why that is such a common denominator with uh, high mold load in homes? Well, and can I, can I interject real quick, Mike? Yeah. Um, along that line, you talk about these unexplainable illnesses. So we often see... Uh, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. I mean, there's, there's a, there's MS, there's micro or what is it? Uh, uh, chronic fatigue, chronic fatigue. I mean, there's, there's a handful of these ones, fibromyalgia. That's what I was thinking of. There's a handful of these that, that, uh, people just have a real problem trying to figure out. And oftentimes when I show up to a house, um, you know, they have mold and they have some of these other things that are, are kind of category. They're, they're they're lumped into that category of like, Doctors don't know what to do with me. Could you touch on maybe, yeah, how mold, you know, is mold well, part of a, a lot of these? And, yeah, that's the perfect storm, right? So I, I say I train my docs to look at three areas that are missed and typically in some aspects make up the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Mold, hidden infections, which Lyme can be a part of, something called cavitations, which are infections in the jaw where teeth are extracted, root canals, right? Drive hidden infections. And then the other one, so it's mold, hidden infections, and heavy metals. Mm-hmm. Um, typically they're missed and they're definitely detoxed incorrectly out of the body. So those three, and now I would argue that then emotional trapped emotions and emotional trauma can add, be one of the storms as well. Mm-hmm. But again, you may have been adapting to that, but when you add one more storm, this mold exposure, now it sends your bucket overflowing and now your body doesn't adapt and now you end up with a diagnosis of mm-hmm. fibromyalgia or whatever name they slap on it. But the point is, is it, it's, it's a combination of these stressors that come together and trigger genes, turn on genes, and people don't understand that it was these three stressors that came together. And one of them could be the emotional traumas, Right added to the mold exposure and added to the heavy metals that you were accumulating throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Now, Lyme disease, to answer your question, Mike, fits into that as well. We, we know now that testing has gotten better, that 90% of certain populations have Lyme. And I do a lot of testing. Wow. And, but why aren't they all sick should be the question. Well, the same yeah. with Epstein-Barr. You know, out of the three of us, I promise you two of us have Epstein-Barr, right? Well, why aren't we sick? Well, because they're opportunistic, whether it be Lyme, Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, Candida, Albicans. So these things are opportunistic pathogens 
that once you now in a mold exposure, all of a sudden it you know it lowers your immunity and now Lyme rears its ugly head and becomes uncontrollable. Now it's part of the perfect storm. Now it's something we have to deal with as well as the mold. Oh, and heavy metals. According to Dr. Klinghart and others, and I can tell you my own clinical experience, now, again, Lyme can hide in and around specific heavy metals to hide from the immune system. So now you have to deal with the heavy metals. You can't just deal with the Lyme. And, and if mold's a player, you have to deal with it. The mistake practitioners make is they think it's just one thing. It's not. So I always say, look, that root canal in your mouth may not be why you got sick. Now you won't get well unless you deal with that hidden infection there that's still keeping your immune system distracted. Interesting. Wow. So, yeah, that's great. That's, that's a better explanation than I have ever heard in 15 years of doing this. Yeah. We actually kind of explained that in less scientific terms a couple episodes ago. But, uh, but yeah. So... You know, I, I think of people who, because here's, here's what I think, um, Dr. Pompa, when I'm in lots of people's homes, I mean, there is a, there is a contingency of people out there who are, are very in tune with, with the natural medicine world. They're very in tune with, you know, how mold can affect their bodies and, and, and we treat those people, but there's another big percentage that they're not in touch with that scene at all. And I go in there and I, I really highly suspect that mold is causing some, some of their ailments in their life just because they have a lot of mold. And then, you know, I start interviewing them and, and hearing about all these symptoms. And, you know, in my, again, I'm not a health practitioner, but just in my experience, that you know, seems like something's going on there. Well, look, I, there's a, a simple test uh, to start. You can go to VCS, like Victor, Cat, Sam, vcstest.com. Mm -hmm. Take the test. Uh, there's a 10% inaccuracy there, one way or the other, meaning false negative, false positive, but it's a great place to start. And it tests for biotoxic illness. Remember, it's not testing for a mold allergy because I'm not concerned about mold allergies. People have mold allergies, and I'm not saying it's a nice thing, but I'm talking about biotoxic illness, which are these things that we're talking about. But that is a great Matter of fact, it gives you a positive or a negative biotoxic illness. <laughs> That's the score it's giving you. Um, now we, all of my doctors have these in their office, and it, it's a, a handheld unit. It's a little more accurate uh, than the online unit, but the online unit costs you a $10 donation. So vcstest.com. But look, if it, if it walks like a duck or waddles like one, quacks like one, it just might be a duck, meaning if your energy's low, you have brain fog, your sleep's off, you're starting to gain weight, you don't know why, even you're exercising and you're still gaining weight, you're eating better, you're still gaining, okay, you know, this could be a mold issue or a biotoxic issue. So those are the, so, those, those are the most common uh, symptoms of biotoxic illness, those ones you just listed off. Yeah, exactly, the and then it's a little more complicated than that, it's... It, you know, oftentimes you get some bizarre things like um, frequent urination. Uh, you know, then you get things like bizarre sound sensitivities. I mean, you know, I, I have another whole list of symptoms. But, yeah, those those four that I mentioned are typically where people start. Okay. So they can... Doctor, <coughs> go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Jeff. I was just saying, Dr. Popper, do you think, by and large, this is, is 
growing. It, this is growing as a problem in the nation. I mean, this is getting bigger it and is. bigger. <clears throat> it is yeah. because the way we build homes, right, for efficiency mm-hmm. and to save electric bill, uh, we build homes very tight, uh, tighter than ever. Well, why is that a problem? Because if, when a home can't breathe, it's a bad thing for trapping humidity and moisture. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we put up drywall, which just happens <laughs> to contain the perfect food for mold called cellulose. Right. So that paper on the drywall is now the food. So all you do is add water. The spores are always there. We could, you guys know this, right? You could okay. test every house um, anywhere and you will find mold spores. So mold, the mold is there. All we have to do is add water to a fuel source, which just happens to be the drywall. Oh, and then we have a, you know, just, you know, a, a house that traps airflow. Um, so now we don't have the ability to dry it behind the wall. Now we have a new problem. Yeah. In fact, uh, interesting you should bring that up. I, I'm here in Seattle and I was just training a technician up here to inspect a home. And this, this home has mold everywhere. Of course, here in Seattle. But the technician asked me, where is the water coming from? And I said, all you need is 60% humidity and you're going to have a, you know, a perfect situation for mold to grow. And once it gets kind of a little bit out of control, it, the problem becomes exponential. And now you got mold growing and sporing and finding other places to grow and spore. And it just, it gets out of control in a hurry in a home. By the way, that, that's why most basements have mold. Um, your basement may have never leaked, but if you measure your humidity in your basement, yeah. um, if it's above 50 consistently, you have a mold problem there. Yeah. Uh, it's like, and so humidity is a problem. I mean, that's why, you know, Florida, I, I couldn't go to Florida when I was sick because every, I, I'd pick up minor amounts of biotoxins would make me sick. And so many of the HVAC systems, meaning the air conditioning, heating units, but the, in that case, air conditioning units had mold. Coil um, oftentimes has mold because it, it clicks on and it cools everything down and then it shuts off. The fan shuts off. That's why you should always run your fan continually. And then moisture builds up on the coil because of the temperature difference. And then guess what? It, mold keeps forming. You know, So you're blowing mold throughout the building. So that's a problem. HVAC systems are a problem. Yeah. And oftentimes HVAC systems have uh, ductwork that has gaps. And now you have temperature difference, hot and cold. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Where there's hot and cold is moisture. Think about a glass, right? You have yeah. a glass of cold water in a hot, humid day. All the moisture forms on the outside. Well, that condensation is happening up in your attic. You know, if, if you have a gap. So one of the things I always tell people is make sure every one of your ductwork, you know, make sure that they're all sealed appropriately. Make sure you run your fan consistently, you know, make sure that, um, your coil gets cleaned, um, periodically and your ductwork, you know, just to keep the mold off of that. So a lot of mold is from the HVAC system to go back to your question, Mike, that this is a modern day problem. You know, if you go to Europe and Italy, these two places don't even have HVAC. They rely on like normal air exchange, cross ventilation, Mold's not an issue, but when we seal homes, we have HVAC units that create condensation. We've got an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of back to your, was it VTS dot, uh, test or what was it again? VCS? It stands for visual contrast sensitivity. VCS. Test. So VCS test.com. 
Okay. Is where you can go. And because I actually, you surprisingly, I forgot the the acronym, but I actually took this a couple of weeks ago because I I listened to one of your other podcasts where you mentioned it, and I was like, ah, I'm just going to see. You know, I'm I'm in moldy homes all the, all the time, and I thought, you know, and I try to use respirators when I need to, and and that kind of thing. But I was like, I I should. I don't have any symptoms, but like you said, it's 10 bucks, uh, a 10 buck donation. Mm-hmm. And so I took it and it, it, it came back, you know, negative saying I didn't, didn't have it. Um, but surprisingly in the medical world, negative is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, I think, so back to, you know, how does someone know, you know, if, if maybe mold is an issue, you're saying we've got this little, easy online thing. I think it took me 10 minutes if I remember right. Um, yep. that's, that's one way to, to kind of easily say, okay, you know, th- this might be a thing. Um, and then of course the symptoms, um, that you mentioned and some of the other ones now with mold toxicity with a, with a, with a, you know, again, the mycotoxin aspect of things, you know, there's sick building syndrome or some of these things where ah, I feel worse when I'm inside the house. But you know, when I'm on vacation, I'm fine. Um, can that also, you know, can that also be a, a toxic, you know, mold toxicity, or is that more akin to allergenic response when when it's just when I'm in the house? Well, it can be both, right? But I still always ask that question: How do you feel when you yeah. leave that environment? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh God, I feel so much better, right? Or, you know, and then I come home, and it's you know, to your point, it could be some type of other allergy, but oftentimes it's a, it's an answer, you know, you know, Dr. Pompa, over the years, I, I've talked to other practitioners and they all, and I've studied a lot. They all seem to center around the idea that there's about 27% of the population that has this abnormality or gene that doesn't signal that that's a mold toxin and your body needs to, to get rid of it. It's, Am I close on that? In that, uh, no, no, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it's twenty four percent. Not that okay. you were darn close, but you know that came out of Richie Shoemaker's work, and um, at that time, when his book came out, um, Surviving Mold, um, uh, you know, I, I we had a we were all running the blood work, the and part of that blood work was HLA. DR test, which is looking at genotyping. And we looked at a, we were able to look at a large sample of people. And, you know, we just didn't find that to correlate that he found. I would acknowledge that genetics play a role in who's sensitive and who's not. But, you know, it's more than genetics. I, I think when we look at this perfect storm, and again, this is my clinical knowledge talking and experience. You know, it's typically the person who gets sick in the house is typically the person who was already challenged, meaning that their bucket was already close to being full, Mm -hmm. and then this one spills it over. So it's the person who already had high lead levels, the person who already had, you know, mouthful of different infections, the person who already had a lot of emotional stress, right? So, and bam, they're the ones that get sick. I find that to be more correlated. Now, again, I would still recognize that you know, genetics and your ability to get rid of a biotoxin plays a role. But, you know, everyone's hung on to those percentages. Uh-huh. I, I just don't know, you know, how accurate that is. And I don't yeah. want to take away from Shoemaker's work. And it's, mm. you know, but, but, you know, I don't know. Everyone wants it to be as simple as a gene. It's just not. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. That's good to know. That clears up a lot of things for me. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, cause we see a lot of people and, and, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's a real problem and it sure seems like it's more than just 25% of the people that call us have this, <laughs> yeah. this illness, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So um, one of the other problems with mold that we deal with, right? I, I just had this conversation with my sister today. Uh, you know, I'm con- I was concerned because they have this water leak and she has a mold issue in this house. And I was uh, visiting my other sister in Florida, and her husband said, "You know, since Diane, that's my sister that I was speaking to this morning, moved into that house, she's been sick. I think you know it's that mold issue that's downstairs. You know, her husband's been slow to fix it." And so, you know, I called my sister this morning and I'm having the conversation. Diane, did you fix that? Well, you know, we stopped the leak, you know. Okay, well, that's great. But he hasn't fixed the mold. And, you know, it's because he, he really doesn't believe it's a problem because he doesn't feel anything. He's lived in this house. He feels fine. You know, you know and, and that's a problem, you know, because, you know, you know her, her husband's really a healthy guy. He doesn't feel anything. So there's now, you know, mold's not a problem. There's so many people who just don't believe mold. Yeah. And I, it's almost like, well, like that's like not believing in gravity. You don't believe mold's an illness or yeah. causes an illness, right? But there's that beat on the street that real estate people started, practitioners, because insurance companies didn't want to pay for this stuff, people injured by mold. So therefore, it didn't exist. That's yeah. just in their head. It's all hogwash. So mold got this <laughs> reputation it, it doesn't exist. Mold illness doesn't exist. It's not real. This and that, and, and that still lives on. Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, I know it. I know. Yeah, it. we see it so often. That it, and you're right. It's always the. I feel so bad for. It. Typically, it's the mom in the family. Yep. That is sick, and the husband just does not buy into it at all, and it, the problem gets worse and worse and worse. And I've seen it break up marriages. I've seen all kinds of horrible things. Yeah. From, you know, yep. just from the effect of mold. Me too. I, I, you know, I, in, in my uh, book that I'm writing right now, um, I talk about the three evils, the, these things that are missed, right? Hidden infections, you know, in biblical times, they talk about pestilence, okay. you know, how it decimates lives. And, you know, I, I believe that's part of it. And then Mercury, oddly, is called the god of deception. If you look at where the Mercury sources are, vaccine still 25 micrograms in a flu shot right it's like so that's deception right and you look at like said contact lens fluid it's out now that for how many years people are poisoned there's so many sources of mercury that we've been deceived you know so god yeah. of deception makes sense yeah. and then mold if you look at leviticus 14 right yeah so devastating that God was specific with Israel exactly what to do when you see this mold, you know, and if it does this, do this, if it's, okay. you know, if that doesn't work and it comes back, basically get, get out of the house, right. take everything and put it into a place called unclean, you know, yeah. showing how devastating the biotoxin is for mold. Right. And it's like, so it's no different today. You know, there's some homes that are literally, you know, tear down. <laughs> Just like good luck. You know, yeah. you know, in, until your product, um, I, I'm telling you, we, we've, it's been a godsend because so many people have had to leave their homes, just like Leviticus 14, but, you know, now have been able to stay, stay in their homes, you know, because, so anyways, it, yeah. it, this is, it, it's an evil thing. I, mold to me is the most evil of all. 
I, I watched lives just absolutely get decimated, and it's so sad. And then, in wake of mold illness, you end up with chemical sensitivity. Now you're labeled as a lunatic. That was yeah. me. So then I became yep. hypersensitive to perfume, fragrances, and, you know, I couldn't even live my life. I, I couldn't leave my safe haven, you know, but I, I'm good now, you know, but I spent right. many years thinking, am I just crazy? So that's the other yeah. problem with mold. I can't, I, I've had a number of husbands over the years pull me to the side during a bid or an inspection and tell me, you know, I think my wife is nuts. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, it took yeah. me a while to catch on to what was going on, and, and no, your wife is not nuts. Your wife is sick. Yeah. And, and you know what? Honestly, in his mind, the only reason you were saying that is because you wanted to sell your service. Yeah. That's, right. That's, that's the saddest part. And you're on the other side of that conversation, going, "Yeah, I know you're thinking this right now." So you might as well just state it. Just be like, "Look, I know you're thinking this right now, yeah. but you know, I'm telling you the truth <laughs> yeah. that this is." you know, absolutely affecting your wife. So sad. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, so Dr. Papa, someone gets sick. We're only going to go another seven or eight minutes here, but someone gets sick from mold. Uh, I know, cause I know part of your program, you know, entails from what I, from what you've told me and what I've read, it's a cell detox on the cellular level. Right. Um, yep. T- so, I know we, we can't explain in great detail how someone heals from this stuff, but maybe you could, so someone is, is toxic, gets mold toxicity. How do they, how do they begin the journey? What does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother show, right? Yeah. But, is that um, too much to <laughs> in, in three or four I mean, minutes? you know, it has to be done correctly. I, I, I did a great webinar and if you watch the webinar, it will give it a better answer that, you know, that I could in two seconds here. Yeah, but, we'll, po- we'll post that um, on our, on our podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you just go to Pompa solution, my last name, P O M P A solutions.com. You can watch the webinar, okay. but you know, I, I've coached for years, people through the process. And now what I have is a whole online university that, you know, teaches what to do and how to do it. Uh, basically what I teach doctors, but, Ultimately, real detox has to be at a cellular level. Many people do colon cleanses. Now, with mold, one of the things that was made popular was using a binder in the gut to grab the biocomplex which holds mold. That's still part of my process. Now, but it's only part. You have to upregulate the cellular detox pathways that get rid of these toxins and then have a, another binder chelator outside the cell waiting to grab those and pull them all the way out of the body. So it's a process that I've taught for over 15 years. It works, uh, you know, it works. And, and again, you can do all the liver cleanses, colon cleanses, this cleanse, that cleanse, but ultimately you have to go to the cell, upregulate its function, and I have a process to do that, and make sure that these toxins leave the body using real chelators and binders. So anyway, that's simplifying what I've, for years. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and you, you basically figured out this process. I mean, experimenting on your own health, right? Everything I teach today came, <laughs> came out of that battle. And I, I, I always say that, uh, you know, look, I, this, you know, this whole thing, every bit of it chose me, you know, when I was in my illness, right. Where I was 
coming out of my mind with anxiety and sleeplessness and I could barely work anymore. We had two young boys at that time. We have five kids now, but um, I couldn't even handle a crying kid, and, uh, let alone be the normal father or husband I needed to be. But my wife in her stress of the whole situation, you know, God literally gave her, you know, a word and I'm sure her, her desperate moment, you know, that not only am I going to heal him, but I'm going to use him to take a message to the world. And that's a true story. And yeah. she would remind me of that, what God spoke to her heart. Mm-hmm. And when I was sick, I'd get very angry because my response to her was, I, I can't even get myself well. It's like, you, you know, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. It's like, but she literally, you know, God gave her the vision of what he was doing. You know, m- maybe her only mistake was she shouldn't have shared it with me until later. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's a true story, you know, and wow, so that's, I, that's I can't amazing. take credit for any bit of the information that I teach. Honestly, I'm not smart yeah. enough to come up with it, but you know, that, it's, real. That, it's really interesting to me, um, Dr. Papa, because we say the same thing about our company is we didn't build this thing. You know, we really feel like it was a, it was a blessing from heaven. But like, like you said, we're not this smart either. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was well, put before us and we ran with it. And, so. and Mike, I was just remembering when you shared the other podcasts a couple ago, how you, you suspect nowadays that your mom probably died from, at least mold was a big part of her. her I absolutely positive. Absolutely positive. Cause yeah. I really, and it know, was long before I was even in doing this. Yeah. Yeah. We're waxing a little spiritual here, which is totally fine. But I, I agree with this sentiment that, that, you know, our try. You know, some a lot of our times, our trials are what are what turn out to be the gifts that we can use. I mean, you're help. How many people are you helping now, Doctor Pompa, saving them the years that you had to go through with the trial and error? Um, and now, Mike, fittingly, I mean, if your if your mom really did pass away from a life of suffering because of living in all those moldy homes for for most of her life, and now here you are, you know, fittingly, you know, treating tons of people people's homes who struggle or who deal with, with mold illness and yeah. mold problems. So yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think there's something to that, some divine symmetry and, um, mm-hmm. anyways, I, I think we ought to wrap it up. I, I'm really grateful for you coming on here, Dr. Pompa. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. People need to share the show because yeah. I promise you people listening, they know someone in their small circle that has those symptoms and it could be mold. So yeah. share the show, please. Yeah. And we, uh, we really appreciate your friendship and, and, uh, um, we'll post some of those we'll websites that you, that you mentioned. We'll post that with the podcast so people can access that. Um, cause really, I mean, here, here's something I'll mention real quick. I will often treat a home and I've heard this from, from other health practitioners. Um, treating the home, Will, will someone will notice a significant difference usually immediately, but sometimes, especially those that aren't really, you know, you know, you mentioned some of these, the cellular detox that you teach some people, if they're not doing some kind of regime to help their body detox, some binders yeah, and some sure. of these other things, they, they don't feel better necessarily, or at least not that, mu- at least not for a while or, or it's going to take, yeah, it's, it's, it's just the beginning of the journey really. By the way, exactly. You know, some people, when you get amalgam fillings out, feel better immediately and they'll tell you their testimony. You know, and then I always say, well, there's a honeymoon phase. Yeah. So nine months down the road, 
these symptoms start again, right? Some yeah. people don't feel better at all after they get removed, right? No different with getting up out of a moldy home situation. You might feel better right away, and then there's a honeymoon period, and then you realize, oh, I still have this, this, and this. You've got to get it out of your body appropriately, just like yeah. health. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's a valid point because I liked how you brought up earlier that you know there's most likely multiple things at play, and and Mike and I aren't crazy enough to believe that everyone's unexplained illnesses are mold. You know, we we don't we don't assert that at all. But but we often, like I said earlier, we often suspect if there is a moldy home, we suspect mold could be part of it. And so, um, it's, it's, it's good to know that, you know, I like, even, even if someone, you know, we, we do a thorough treatment and, and we do a, some after testing and we're like, this place is, is pretty darn clean from a mold perspective. You know, at least that person can then check that box off and say, okay, I, I can feel better about my mold scenario. Um, let me kind of start tackling some of these other, you know, things. And, and, uh, and it's part of that journey, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, by the way, that's exactly right. I tell, if I'm working with a client and I train my doctors the same, you have to check off all these upstream causative factors. So if we suspect or even think mold's an issue, I want them to fog the home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just <clears throat> part of the process. So you have yeah. to roll it out. It's part of the process. So well said. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Thanks, Dr. Pompa. Thanks, Mike, for tuning yeah, in from Seattle. You. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, okay. Look forward to our next uh, our next meeting. And uh, this was the Mold Matters podcast with Dr. Pompa, Mike Adams, Jeremy Evans. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. See ya.